We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Without Big Car, all of the hosts of this show would be homeless. Big Car, you're the For the radio. Oh, Saudi Arabia won today. Sometimes principles don't work out. We're doing so good at being bad. We retract the entire show. Just friendly hug fest. Hello, podcast. There's a Mapleton taint to this. <laughs> it's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer. Indie City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. And now your hosts, Josh Baker, Jason Chisholm, and Jay Desai, with the latest from Big Car, Indy 11, and your neighborhood team. Hello, and welcome to ICF Live. Yes, that's ICF, I Can't Fart, where we talk about colon problems all night long. That's what you came up with 30 seconds ago? I can't fart. <laughs> hey, Jordan, how you doing today? I was wondering if you were talking about the United States Fair and Reciprocal Tariff Act that just came out. But <laughs> no, no, I was not. No, that was an actual fart joke. Jason, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? Oh, I'm so lovely. I've been awake for a very long time. And so this, this podcast, radio show, whatever it is we do, might be a little loopy. Can't, and I, can't and be I worse than last up, week. So. Oh, oh, it will definitely not be worse than last week. Uh, I think we all know that that's t- that's true. Are we doing bank heist? Uh, well, what kind of goofy are, shenanigans we, are we going to be up to this week? We are not going to put on a radio play because this is a show about <laughs> soccer. For our listeners on uh, 99.1 WQRT-FM who don't know about uh, Indy City football, that's what we're talking about. We are a neighborhood soccer league who tries to make their players a bit more community-focused, whether that's through volunteering or uh, taking responsible means of transportation to and from games, just uh, being a, not only someone that plays soccer, but being a good member of the community. So that's what Indy City Football tries to do. And uh, sometimes we accomplish that goal. You might say it's soccer with a good citizenship twist. A good citizenship twist. You know, I've never thought about how weird it would be to listen to Rhinestone Country on 99.1, and then all of a sudden this happens. Yes, having us talk about really random things that are not involved in Rhinestone Country, probably it's a bit jarring. So I apologize to all of our non-Indy City football listeners out there, but uh, we're trying to do good in this uh, fair city, and uh, hopefully you will... Uh, Join us on that ride at some point. Well, Josh, we're glad you're back. It was terrible without you. I'm, I mean, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> Actually, I probably was. <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, but we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna pretend like uh, last week's show was the gas leak show, and uh, much like the gas leak season, season two, uh, it just didn't happen, and we're we're gonna move on with our lives. Now that's a nice try, but we need to have a discussion. When we called, it didn't make the show, but you very easily gave up Jason in the Mapleton fiasco. And, and for our listeners did, who didn't hear last week, let's go ahead and play that clip. So we've actually had a terrible thing happen. We're actually currently surrounded by Mapleton FC players oh, and demanding Jason Chisholm's head. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, why not? Yeah, let's just give him, give him up. Go ahead and give him to him. All right. I just want everyone to know that next year, 
the league fee is going to be at just $5 a piece more, and we're going to pay for therapy for the two of you to sit down and work <laughs> it out. I mean, it's... I, I mean, Jason's an adult. He can handle himself. If he gets kidnapped, he probably can get out of it. I mean, you're fine, right? Yeah, I'm back. Uh, no no long-lasting uh, injuries. Also, the, the bigger lesson of this is that none of it was real. And so me <laughs> saying that I didn't care if they kidnapped you meant nothing because they didn't. So you're saying the vans did not actually show up. I'm saying that there was one person here, and you guys let him trample all over this radio show. <laughs> let's go on to this week's results. Um, let's talk about the game of the week that happened last week. Uh, we had the two top teams in the league. AC Woodruff Place and Sporting Hair Morton. Hey, Jay plays for Woodruff Place. Uh, Jay, how did that game go for you? Wait, where's Jay? He's not here. So since Jay's not here, he sent in a uh, little message for us. Um, we'll see what he has to say. Hello, this is Jay Desai coming to you remotely via audio recording. I'm going to present a one-minute monologue because I cannot make it to the show in person. You may have noticed that. I'm sure all of our fans have noticed the giant absence in charisma, but probably also the endless barrage of insults uh, by the cowards, my co-hosts slash enemies, um, for insulting me while I'm not there. I just wanted to check in to say that Japan should have probably won, but good thing they didn't because I predicted Belgium. Um, also, Woodruff, top of the table, three points clear. But above all, and the final note of how much I am often always right, uh, Bates Hendricks on a winning streak. Thank God I put my 401k on those Czech betting markets, um, the only markets that would allow me to. So hope you all have a good day. That in the background is the sound of a beach. Yes, I chose the only beach in the world that has more shark attacks than, the, than Cape Town. So the most, I went to the beach with the most shark attacks. Um, wish me luck. Can we talk about the fact that he had a British accent? <laughs> I don't, because that was super weird. I, it must be the beach. <laughs> it must be the Florida beach that he's at. There's a lot of English people there. <laughs> also, I, I enjoyed that we spent zero time disparaging Jay today. <laughs> so He that, even foreshadowed last week yes, that yeah, we would yeah. be just... Trashing on him the whole time. But the, the fact is, we just don't care about him enough to disparage <laughs> oh, him. Oh, wow. Oh. That. Damn. I'm sorry, I Jay. got dark. <laughs> it was a good joke. You cannot make that joke, right? I guess the, that league therapy fee will go to pay for all three of you guys. <laughs> uh, I actually observed Jay, uh, and I you know really hate to say this on air, but he had an excellent first goal. Uh, in this game, uh, you couldn't miss it because he wears bright pink, orange, and green shorts. That uh, sounds terrible. He got a cross right to the middle and uh, tapped it perfectly right into the back of the net uh, to get started. I was a little surprised. Uh, Heron Morton, up until that point, the first seven, six weeks. Uh, He'd only given up two goals? Two goals total. So, question for you. How offside was Jay? <laughs> Well, as you know, we don't. Was he was he very offside or very very offside? Well, as you know, we don't call offsides in Indy City football. We only call cherry picking. Uh, it's a judgment call, and uh, the refs didn't think it was cherry picking, and I would say I I didn't either. 
So Woodruff Place beat Sporting Heron Morton 5-3. to three. And uh, that's the first uh, defeat for Sporting Heron Morton. That means we only have one team left that uh, has not lost, and that's Woodruff Place. So uh, everybody out there on the fields uh, beat up Woodruff Place. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about some other results. We had uh, real Fletcher Place beating Old Speedway City 3-2. to two. I hear this was a pretty good comeback. Yeah, I had a front row seat for this one, and uh, Old Speedway City pretty much ran the entire game. Uh, they were up 2-1 with just a few minutes left. Uh, and as we've been talking about, Real Fletcher Place has a great roster, a lot of good players on it. They just really haven't come together uh, quite yet. And uh, if you want to know the moment that that team finally gelled, it was the last couple minutes of this game because they scored two in a row. Beautiful goals, both of them. Uh, and they came back last second. It was almost World Cup-like. <laughs> if one can we'll, we'll, compare we'll, uh, recreational soccer yeah, to the we'll, World Cup. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Just a couple of the World Cup games were fantastic this uh, this past weekend. But uh, we also had Mapleton FC 3, Garfield AC 3. Uh, Mapleton bounced back from their uh, loss to Bates Hendricks to, to get a point. Get a point there. Found square. Uh, we tied Real West 2-2. Kept it close all game long. Yeah, I mean, you guys are continually to not even not only be close in proximity but also actually in score now yes. so that's a that's a good improvement we are feeling good uh then we also had uh irvington fc beating upperton downtown fc three to two meridian kessler united had a draw with atletico cottage home two two uh base hendrix could you say upset broad ripple city i mean i would say it's an upset but they're now bates has won three out of four games since they beat you guys and that I'm, that's a roll. Like, that's crazy. After going nearly winless last year. Two they, and 38, I believe, is what their <laughs> overall record is. <laughs> Bit of a win streak, two in a row. I think that's the first time that's happened. Uh, I don't yeah. know that, but I'm yeah. guessing it. No, it's, it's a good it's, guess. It's it seemed good reasonable. Guess. We might as well just say that that's what happened. Like, they, they definitely, this is the first time they've had a winning streak, which is good on you, Bates. But Jay's been saying they're, they're going to be good this year, and uh, and he wasn't... A liar about this thing. So. Now, uh, one thing that they have not uh, done this year that we've seen in the past has been bringing kegs to the game. So maybe improve performance yeah. with less beer. Yeah, that's uh, you know, they might tell athletes, actual athletes, about that to not have <laughs> alcohol. Uh, let's see some other scores for you. Midtown FC uh, beat Mass Ave United five to two, uh, and AC Mile Square. Beat Old North United 3-2. to two. I heard it was a close game, uh, obviously, by the score, but that it was um, last minutes of the game or something that uh, Miles Square ended up uh, winning it. So uh, that's a tough loss. Uh, hopefully we can uh, bounce back this week. It's hard to win when you don't have your star goalie, your star keeper, and a shirtless backup <laughs> in goal, isn't it? It's so hard, apparently. Uh, let's talk about uh, last week's ICF challenge. Uh, each week... We uh, challenge our teams to show a bit of uh, spirit outside of the games. Um, and this week, we wanted uh, teams to go back to their, uh, their youth roots, where their moms would bring them snacks and, uh, and do some of their own. This week, it was Real West, and they had uh, tahin spiced orange slices, which that sounds pretty decent. All right, this week, <laughs> we're going with uh, the best team chant or cheer. So uh, make up some chant about your team. Record it, post it on the internet, and we will judge it. And most likely, anyone that uh, submits something will win. You're listening to the home of Indy City Football Live, 99.1 FM, WQRT, Indianapolis.
And as we talked about, we like to reward teams for both uh, taking responsible means of transportation to and from games and uh, volunteering in the community. And so I'd uh, like to give you a little bit of an update on those standings. Currently, Bates Hendricks FC is uh, still in the lead for transit. And uh, more importantly, in last are Heron Morton in Old Speedway City, neither of whom have taken a single uh, means of responsible transportation the entire year. And that sentence was not grammatically correct. <laughs> it was not. And it's a little funny because like half of the, spare, the sporting Heron Morton team is married to like the other half. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm guessing they're probably coming to the games to, with each other. Do they have the wrong email address and are just sending <laughs> they must. their... Send your transit points to yes, I'm really carpooling at IndyCityFootball.com. I know we, uh, we, we encourage sporting Heron Morton to carpool or walk, specifically run or bike to the game last week. Uh, we're going to continue doing that because um, the result last week of them giving up five goals is, is um, honestly good for the league. I will say that they asked uh, whether or not scooters counted as responsible means of transit. Yes, an electric vehicle counts as responsible means of transit. Just, you know, don't be a jerk. But, yeah, uh, Heron Morton, Old Speedway City, uh, stop killing the environment and take some responsible means of transit. Uh, thanks. Volunteer points right now, uh, FC Fountain Square. Have rocketed into the league. Sure have. One thing we do want to highlight is that a couple of the teams uh, now actually have made up an entire point with uh, volunteer and transit points. Um, let's see. Meridian Kessler United, Irvington FC, and FC Fountain Square, just to name a few. But uh, those are really, those extra points, they're going to be what determines some playoff seeding. Um, currently, Meridian Kessler United has uh, one less tie than Old Speedway City, but have made up an entire point on them and are about to overtake them in the standing. So that's a, that's a big thing. Like, you, you're getting a better matchup. You might get in the playoffs, stay out of the um, play-in game. So... This is a great way to get more points and to improve your standing in the league. And, and a lot of the teams aren't taking advantage of it. But that, it's cool to see a few of them are. I think that you were saying that this is the first time that uh, we've had teams get over an entire point. This is. And in fact, we've never had uh, teams participating quite to this, uh, to this level. So I'm very excited to see the engagement for the teams that aren't. I will say I've seen uh, in past years teams drop four or five seeds based solely on the difference between volunteer and transit points. So not only are you doing good for your community and good for the environment, but you're going to help your team out a little bit. Doing more. good for your team. Yeah, and the last thing you want to do is get relegated in a uh, Indy City football league. So, Because <laughs> where do you go from community soccer league? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just have to disband. U7. You're listening to 99.1 FM WQRTLP, Indianapolis. The only place you can hear Indy City football live. This week's game of the week is Real Fletcher Place versus Mapleton FC. Uh, battle of uh, two mid-table teams, but it uh, it should be a good one. Yeah, uh, Fletcher Place had a great um, end to their game last week. Let's see if they can continue on that uh, pace. Uh, in talking about what the sponsors would do if they were to battle, right? We for once we don't have a bar versus a real estate company very exciting so we're gonna we're gonna break this down so uh what were the sponsors jordan real fletcher place is sponsored uh by downtown phone repair 
actually their manager's uh, company. Uh, shout out to Andy. That's a good use of your own personal money. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, personally, I would prefer that he pay and get his face on the front of the jersey, but you know, to each Ooh, his own. To I each like his own. Next year. Next year. And then uh, Mableton FC is sponsored by the Coal Ship. We just had the uh, after party up there, a lovely place uh, up uh, in the 21st Delaware area, right next to uh, Goose the Market, where apparently, Jason, you, you can, can get, get a, a goose. goose. That was weird. In the battle between a phone repair shop and a bar, I honestly have no idea how to handicap this. I mean, how many people does Andy employ at the downtown phone repair shop? I I believe just himself. It's a one-man show. However, he does have many miniature tools. I feel like the torture game for downtown phone repair would be pretty strong. Does he have enough people, though? He's going to have to torture how many people? Well, and like my thought is, well, maybe he could uh, he could just n- like break all of the people's phones that are in the coal ship and just not repair them. <laughs> but I feel like that would go against the ethos of his company, which is to fix phones. But so, could you like, just fix them after he wins the battle? I, he extorts them. Ooh. Yes, extortion. I, I think we're required by our lawyers to say that Downtown Phone Repair is a great company that would never do this. <laughs> never extort anybody, nor intentionally break someone's phone, let's be <laughs> clear. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, he does have a cart that he could roll down the street to, to siege coal ship. He doesn't have any reinforcements, though. Which but he has tiny tools. Uh, he does have many phones with which to call reinforcements, so there is that. <laughs> after, <laughs> after he fixes He them. could tie up all of the phone lines <laughs> so that no one inside Coal Ship could call for help. <laughs> there you go. I think this is a draw. I have no idea who would win, and I don't even know how to even come close to determining that. This is our first time. Here's the deal. I know Andy from Downtown Phone Repair. I know Jake from the Coal Ship. And knowing those two guys, even on the field of war, they would be the kind of fellows who would sit down, have a beer, and work it out. So It's well, going to be a tie. World peace okay, is the answer. That's the, be a tie. That is the best way to end this segment. You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT LP Indianapolis. Where's the after party at, Josh? The after party this week is at Chili Water Brewing Company, and it's going to be hosted by Real Fletcher Place. Imagine that. We're talking about them again. Uh, that's right. Chili Water is uh, right there on Virginia. I've heard there's free parking. Yeah, one of the few places downtown where there's free parking uh, on the street. And so go down to Virginia Avenue and park on there. Maybe on the bridge. That's always fun to park on the bridge. And stare at the cars and wonder about whether or not they'll ever make that park that overlooks the interstate. Jordan, who was our uh, Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week? Um, our Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week was not Brady Pierce, although he has come back. Our uh, Sports Baller of the Week was Yusuf Mohammadi uh, from Mass Ave United. Uh, Yusuf was noted for keeping his cool during last week's tough match against Midtown FC. And let me tell you, it was tough. Uh, he also took time away from his own time to help assess an injured player from another team in the match uh, next door. So uh, he was nominated for just general good-naturedness and helpful neighborliness. suckiness That's yes. right. That's the technical term. Way to go, Yusuf. Yes, thank you, Yusuf, for being a uh, good person. If you have a nomination for a Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week, please be sure to uh, go to our website, www.indycityfootball.com slash sportsmanship, or you can email us at, I'd like to nominate somebody for the Brady Pierce Sports Baller of the Week at indycityfootball.com. 
You're listening live to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 WQRT Indianapolis. Let's uh, hit you with some Indy 11 news. They had two games this past week, and uh, they won the first one, 2-0 uh, against Nashville FC, which was actually happening during our last week's show. Um, they had two goals in the first half from We Met and Braun. And then they also played on Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember when June 30th was. Uh, mm-hmm. But they tied Pin FC 1-1. One one. Uh, they uh, gave up the lead early in the first half uh, and then had a red card late in the f- second, but still scored a goal on a 30, 35-yard free kick from Jack McInerney which was a, a great way to tie the game and share the points. The goal was gorgeous. It was great. I think everybody was uh, expecting Suni Saad to uh, try to swerve again and uh, was not expecting McInerney to go near post with that uh, free kick and he put it straight in. So that means that they are now fifth with 25 points. They have had a good last five games. They've won three of them and drawn two. They're really uh, moving up the table. Yes, they were down. I think they were down to 12th at uh, a a few weeks back, and uh, now they're all the way up to 5th. But uh, But things are spread out now. It's wide open, spread out. Like There's no way they're going to catch anybody, right? No, not quite. Um, They're actually just three points behind second. Uh, So second has 28 points, and they're only three points ahead of 10th. So there's still a lot of teams very close together. And so uh, playoff positioning will be very fluid, but they need to stay above that uh, eighth slot to uh, make it to the playoffs. We're still uh, pretty early in the season, though, so uh, we'll keep an eye on it. But they're, they're in a good position for now. we got uh, two uh, games coming up this week, uh, Wednesday, July 4th. Um, but it's a home game Yeah. at 7 p.m. It's against Ottawa Furry Fury. Furry? Fury. <laughs> I the think furries? the Ottawa Fury, the Furry is a completely different team. <laughs> for so that's going to be which our, you probably yeah. don't want to play for. Ottawa Fury FC. Do that's not who. Google Ottawa F- Furries <laughs> FC. Actually, do Google it. And call and, us and at the radio station if you're listening live. Please email us at <laughs> I Googled Ottawa Furries at IndyCityFootball.com. And please let us know. What happens when you Google that? But yes, that game is actually against Ottawa Fury. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> actually against Ottawa Fury. There we go, guys. We did it. We can say words correctly. It's at 7 p.m. Uh, lots of people will be there since, uh, lots of Indy City football people will be there since we don't have a Wednesday game. And it's a holiday. We're going to go out and party. So uh, come look for us in the Brickyard Battalion section. But if you d- if you can't come to Wednesday's game, there's also Saturday, July seventh, seven p.m. against the Charlotte Independents. You know, it seems like they should have been playing them on the fourth. It right? really, really does. So yeah, that means that Indy Eleven have two home games this week. Uh, both still have tickets available. It's going to be a fun time. They're playing really well, so come out and see them. So opportunities from uh, around the city. We uh, have the city market. Um, they're going together for some volunteers for the big clean team on Monday, July 9th. You can go in, do some cleaning uh, from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. and then have an after party at Tom Tap. Just right. don't mess up the place after you've cleaned it. And the league is actually offering uh, an additional small amount of points uh, if you also wear your jersey for that cleanup and after party. 
We also have a, a league-wide event that we uh, do almost every year. Well, we do every year since we started doing it. That's more correct. Uh, where we will clean up the cultural trail. Uh, we will do that July 28th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, come and get double volunteer points. Double volunteer point. So please come and uh, help clean up the cultural trail and, uh, and have some fun with some other uh, soccer players from other teams. I got a question for you, too. Who's the bigger star, Margot Robbie or Lindsay Lohan? What? Are we talking like... Power rankings! <laughs> it's the Indy City Football Power Rankings with Jason Chisholm. And now, Jason Chisholm. Okay, so this is a very special edition of uh, the Power Rankings for July 2nd. Uh, this is when we're recording. If you're listening on a different day, well... We recorded on July 2nd. No, this is live. Indy City Football Don't Live. Don't ruin the illusion. Not so live. It's plausibly live. We're going to talk about famous July 2nd birthdays and then rank some of them. Do we have to? Ashley Tisdale was born on July 2nd. Who is that? Uh, Disney star. Um, the, bi- the big ones, of course. Lindsay Lohan Wait, and you're Margot just, Robbie. I thought you were doing power rankings. You're just reading a list. I am the BuzzFeed of power rankings right now, okay? Ashley Tisdale, by the way. What? Very <laughs> terrible soccer player. You know what I found out? Most of the people born on July 2nd, according to this list, are YouTube and Instagram stars that I do <laughs> not know. <laughs> oh, what a sad state our world is in. Wow. How about Thurgood Marshall? That's, Sure. Again, you are just reading a list. I thought this was supposed to be rankings. Larry David. <laughs> All right. We're done with this. He's my favorite YouTube channel. Richard the King Petty. All right. <laughs> hurry up and get to your point, or I'm just cutting you off. It's my birthday, guys. All right. Happy birthday. That was Power Rankings with Jason Chisholm. You're listening to Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM, WQRT, LP, Indianapolis. Now let's go to a question from one of our listeners. I'm going to read it live on air. Yikes. When will Indy City Football implement VAR? This is the surprise Commissioner Jordan segment. So Jordan, when will Indy City Football implement VAR? That's a very easy question, Josh. As soon as we start charging $5,000 ahead to play in the league. I mean, that, seems, that sounds doable. We have another question for you, uh, Commissioner Jordan, since we surprised uh, jumped into the, your segment. Um, so this was, uh, this was actually sent in to me by uh, someone who was curious about procedures in the league, and they really wanted to know what could they do to get kicked out of Indy City football? Well, Josh, in uh, five years, we've never technically kicked anyone out of the league we've come to a mutually unspoken agreement that people will not return uh and generally people who conduct themselves in uh let's say jerk-like ways as the rules uh disincentivize uh they generally don't like to play with us and that's totally cool with us there are other leagues in which you can make an ass of yourself um Generally, if you uh, if you go to the rules and you check out like the things that make you a jerk, 
uh, doing one or two of those things. Sometimes, you know, maybe something gets a little heated. Maybe you like kick the ball and don't get it or you know, those sorts it of happens. things. Uh, but let's uh, imagine for a second, and I'm, I really only have to go back, I don't know, six days into my memory. Uh, if you violate four or five of, uh, out of seven of the things that are on the don't be a jerk <laughs> list, there's a pretty good chance we're going to start uh, the process of uh, getting you kicked out of the league. Now, is there uh, any particular team that needs to be on the lookout for this? Yeah, okay, so uh, a team that's done a really good job this year uh, is Sporting Hair Morton. They, uh, in the past, maybe they've been complained about a bit. Uh, this year, they've been sort of destroying teams in their path, except for this last week. Uh, they haven't gotten a single complaint against them, which I think is very impressive, right? That's great. Uh, now, only are they winning, they're doing it, uh, you know, with good attitudes and not, not being jerks about it. Uh, and that's exactly what we're going to see uh, from our teams. Uh, another team uh, that maybe is not doing so well uh, this year is also a very good team, a lot of good players on it. Um, but they um, tend to, let's just say, be up a couple goals and whine and yell at the refs and just generally display. Be sporting. And being a jerk. Exactly. Uh, Non-indie city football type behavior. Uh, and that just makes it fun for no one. And it's no coincidence that that team is also the most complained about team, right? And I don't want to out them, but, you know, maybe their initials are. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I think it's, it's good to remember why we're playing this game, that we're, that we're trying to have a good time. And certainly we want to have a competitive time. But, you know, if you're going to try and act like a World Cup player, maybe don't choose Neymar. <laughs> Think that's good advice. So, say I'm one of these players that uh, might be close to no longer being in the league. What might I expect as a punishment? Yeah, well, so if you've uh, gotten multiple yellows, uh, that means you have a red card. So, you have to sit down with me for the entirety of a game, and I will force you to talk about behavior, your behavior, and then read the rules to me line by line so that we know that you are familiar with the rules. That sounds like a terrible punishment. I would wish it upon... Well, actually, I would wish it on, upon a couple of people <laughs> now that I think about <laughs> it. We have another question uh, that just uh, hit our Twitter airwaves. That's not a thing. Uh, Pete Elliott writes, Should TV announcers bend over backwards to give the connect... <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Gracious. Oh, man. Should TV announcers bend over backwards to give the correct pronunciation of players' names? Or is a generally accepted mis mispronunciation good enough? And Pete gives the example of today during the uh, Belgium-Japan game, he kept hearing the announcers today talk about an Aiden Hazard, and it wasn't until the second half that he figured out that they were talking about Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. <laughs> Who knows how people normally say that? It's Eden Hazard. I think you've answered the question. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to bend over backwards for any correct pronunciations. Well, no, normally, uh, yes, uh, for EPL, you hear him referred to as Eden Hazard uh, and not Aiden Hazard. Uh, so I think it's actually much more about the different announcers and how they personally decide to pronounce it instead of really... I don't think there's any vast conspiracy to make it so we can't understand who they're talking about. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that there isn't, but it's unlikely. Because uh, really, uh, working with a few announcers, they, uh, they really just, some are much more sticklers about uh, 
that type of stuff than others. And especially with uh, Fox Sports doing the broadcast, they have different announcers than we would normally hear in the U.S. True. Uh, on NBC or whatever. And um, these aren't their uh, number one guys, so we wouldn't hear them during the Champions League or anything. So it's, uh, it's people you haven't heard before, and I'm guessing that that's how they always pronounce uh, his name, uh, Aiden Hazard, uh, instead of Aiden Hazard. Um, so... I don't know. It's, it's weird. Anyway, great question. Thanks a lot, Pete Elliott. <laughs> Jordan, tell us about our state-run news department and what we told the people they should be talking about this week. Uh, the breaking news uh, from ICF Media this week is that uh, some Indy City football players are frustrated with the new league handshake policy. So if you guys are familiar, we've uh, been having teams shake hands before each uh, yeah, match. It's, it's actually been a real chore for me because I have to walk all the way from the goal line to the middle of the field, and that 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 gets me winded. I've, uh, I've waved to other players. I'm like, hey, that's good enough. We're waving at each other. You're so, so far away. I, I, I can't know, possibly I be bothered to walk an extra 20 feet. So one anonymous player uh, said that this new handshake policy is just terrible, terrible. It is really hard to think of opposing players as soulless enemies worthy of death when you just look in their eyes a few minutes before. Uh, and in fact, at the end of the article, um, it's been made clear that a group of aggressive Indy City fo football players have reached out to the uh, American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, uh, and requested to file a lawsuit against the league. That Can seems extremely frivolous. Uh, it does, and in fact, uh, the ACLU said that, uh, unfortunately, their lawyers are too busy defending U.S. citizens against whiny executive branch employees to take the time <laughs> to support whiny soccer players, too. So, let's talk about the World Cup. Everybody loves the World Cup because it's very enjoyable, and the entire world, minus our own USA, is involved in it. Incredible game by Belgium today. Coming back. From yes, uh, we should talk about that. Again. Yesterday, uh, if in case you missed it, uh, Japan went up two nothing early in the second half, and uh, yes, that was yesterday, wasn't it? It yes. was yesterday. Yeah. This is plausibly live. Remember, and uh, Belgium came storming back with a uh, fantastic header from my favorite defender Jan Vertonghen, who somehow put a header in to the far post when he was standing six yards out and like 15 yards to the left of goal. It was insane and started the comeback. Uh, then the two subs that uh, Roberto Martinez got pillared for bringing on, um, uh, Marianne Fellaini and Nasser Chadley both scored. Uh, Nasser scored in the 93rd minute with about 15 seconds left in stoppage time to uh, send Belgium through 3-2 to two so they could go play Brazil and lose. But that was a fantastic game. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the people that have gone out that uh, are unexpected. Uh, we actually, actually, the champion from four years ago went out in the group stage, which is now the fourth time in five World Cups that the previous winner has not advanced to the knockout round, which is just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, along with them, couple of the other uh, favorites are already out. Uh, Spain lost to Russia in a just a weird match where they completed about a thousand passes and didn't have nearly any shots on goal uh, and lost in a penalty shootout. And then Argentina. Oh yeah. Well, the sorry. The that last save by the Russian keeper with the kick save was just incredible. 
it was uh, it was a crazy game, and I I uh, think that there's a lot of evidence that uh, Vladimir Putin has his hands all over this tournament. <laughs> Is the uh, the last three winners of the World Cup are now out? They're not even playing anymore. The last uh, team to win the World Cup that's still in the championship uh, in the tournament is was from 2002. And that was? Brazil. Okay. So uh, Brazil won uh, 2002. France won 98. But uh, Germany, Spain, and... Italy. Italy. Yes, Italy did not even make it. That's why I was blanking on them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's wide open. I mean, you still have some... Some uh, legacy teams in France and Brazil uh, left in, but they are on the same side of the bracket, so they cannot play in the final, which leaves it wide open for my team that I have uh, backed all along and told you guys about England. With uh, Spain losing, they have a wide open bracket, and the only real team to get past now is Croatia. What to side Russia's on? Because uh, they have to play Russia. I... I uh, Croatia actually is playing Russia in the okay. next round, and then uh, England faces off against Colombia today, uh, which will probably have already been decided, and we will enter so the score here. England four to three on penalty kicks. And of course, they won against Colombia. Uh, <laughs> and if they didn't, I'm going to look like an idiot. But they will play the winner of Sweden Switzerland in the next round. And that Sweden-Switzerland game today was incredible. The score that was Sweden one, Switzerland zero. totally unexpected. And what was most surprising is that even though Zlatan wasn't on the roster for Sweden, he somehow scored. As you remember, we have a uh, bracket we have put together for the league. Uh, Jeremy is still in the lead. Good job, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy, we need to start hunting for him, find out who he is. He needs to come talk to us. Um, Jeremy, if you are listening, which we hope you are, we hope you did not just make all your picks right at the beginning and then never pay attention again because there's a good chance that you could win uh, the final prize. Um, I'm currently fifth. You're sixth, Josh. And then uh, once we drop down, your mom is now actually being the commish. How dare you, sir, and the vice commish. Yes, I, I knew that I wasn't going to win this, but I was trying to beat your mom, and clearly that's not going to work. Uh, who is, is, uh, is Jay in last? Jay's no longer in last. Uh, uh, I think he's, he's so close to last. Yes. Who's the vice commissioner? That would be the actual vice commissioner, Caroline. Is Wheatman. that also Jay? No, that's Carly. I think Jay's competing against himself. And but losing. Carly uh, literally uh, got into the bracket a week later than Jay did, and Jay was pretty far out there. So that's the uh, that's the race I'm looking for. Can Carly catch and pass Jay? I bet she can because uh, you have to make new picks every round. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna bet that Jay does not do that. I'm gonna especially on vacation. Like there's there's zero percent chance that two days from now, when there's the off day and you have to make the new picks, he's not gonna do it. That's a good guess. I sure. have missed so many picks. <laughs> it's not <laughs> even funny. There are apparently four Jeremys in the league. So, whichever one you are, Jeremy, please uh, email us at I am Jeremy. Hear me roar at indycityfootball.com. And we would like to hear all about how Jeremy you are. Can we uh, take a minute to talk about John Green? Hey, John. How you doing? All right, everybody. You can stop listening. I'm just going to talk to John Green. Um, in case you are curious as to what this segment is, as everyone should be, 
Uh, I like John Green. He's a cool dude. He lives in Indy. And he is a big soccer fan and a big fan of uh, being present in your community. And uh, I would love to talk to him on the show about a wide range of topics. And so my attempt to do that is to talk about things that John Green likes. And one of the things that I know that John Green likes is the White River. Did you know that the White River, uh, the indigenous tribes that lived here, the Miami tribe, they called it the Wapahani River? Which is uh, white. It means white sand river. So uh, there's actually a trail. If you uh, have ever been down past the White River State Park, there's the Wapahani Trail right alongside of it. And it is very lovely to run and bike on. Uh, but one thing about the White River that uh, John Green surprisingly likes, um, and I'm not sure why. I, actually, I am sure why. Uh, he says that this fact may, means that it's serene and not a lot of people get on the river, which he likes to kayak down. So, Even with the, uh, the problem that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, so he, he lives close to the White River, likes to kayak down it because no one goes on it because um, based on estimates that I uh, saw, every year... There's six billion gallons of poo water that flood into the White River, which is a lot of raw sewage. And how did you research those numbers that you found? Well, actually, so the, the thing is, is that Citizens is actually has been spending uh, Citizens Gas, uh, who are a utility company in Indianapolis. Not a sponsor of the show. Not a sponsor of the show because they can't sponsor anything. I don't know. What? <laughs> they don't sponsor poo-related shows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they have uh, taken efforts uh, ever since, actually, 2006. They've been working on a plan to make it so that uh, six billion gallons of poo water doesn't actually go into the river every year. Uh, the way Indianapolis' sewer system is set up, that every time it rains, um, uh, raw sewage dumps into the waterways. Uh, so they built a humongous poop tunnel to uh, house the overflow sewage, and uh, they are continually working on it. Uh, the first phase of the tunnel opened up early in, in 2018, and it's supposed to be done by 2025. And uh, we will see a, uh, they say, a 99% reduction in raw sewage in the river. So fish might be edible. You could actually, like, walk in the river. And it will be lovely, but maybe it might be less serene for John Green. So I'm sorry, John. We have a correction uh, from last week's show. Yes, we do, since I was not here to set the record straight. I was not kidnapped. <laughs> we already discussed how you were not kidnapped. Uh, but thank you for letting everybody know that you're okay. I am okay. I'm glad to hear that you're in good condition. But one of the things that you talked about during last week's uh, review of the games was that there was a shirtless keeper for Broad Ripple FC, and that is not actually what happened. Uh, I believe Jay was the one who was talking about that fondly, but please, go ahead. So uh, we were down late. Uh, we actually got down four to two, had come back from four nothing down, and uh, decided I decided that I no longer wanted to be in goal. So uh, tried to uh, 
sub out in the field, and the uh, the guy that I uh, switched with was actually wearing uh, my T-shirt because he forgot his at home. And uh, instead of putting on the beautiful American flag, he decided to go shirtless. And uh, so it was an Old North player, not a Broad Ripple player, who went shirtless. And feel free to cut all of this out. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is cut in Jay's Good on you, mate. You got abs <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right, that's fine. So, yes, Ryan, you have abs, according to Jay. Good on you, mate. This week's show is also brought to you by July 2nd Birthdays. July 2nd Birthdays. No one here has one. This week is actually brought to you by Reverie Estates. Uh, big, giant thanks to them. They are uh, they have been a sponsor since the start of the league uh, and uh, obviously are a big part of bringing us out to Central State. They, uh, they have that uh, Central State Mansion property out there. So along with Holiday Properties and MI Homes, uh, a part of that real growth that we've seen over Central State. So Reverie Estates, thank you so much for sponsoring for so long. And we also want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We always appreciate the fact that other people hear our words. Which is weird. What? <laughs> we gotta do and a. We will do a special show where we just name off every single person who's listened. But seriously, thank you for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye. And now back to cruise control. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Just